Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Leonard Wisdom Podcast. I'm Jason Leonard. I hope this episode inspires you, motivates you, and that you're able to apply this information to achieve the goals and desires in your current journey for a better life. Hello, everybody. My name is Jason Leonard, and today is our first podcast in a series of podcasts that we're going to be doing. And the purpose of today's podcast is just really to give you guys a little bit understanding of my background and the reason why we're doing this. And one of the reasons why I wanted to share with everybody today is just to give them a little bit of my background and experiences and influences that I've been fortunate enough to have shared on me during my career and things I've been able to learn and to kind of give that back. And particularly in the areas of leadership, marketing, uh, self-development, as well as just being a better person in business. And so I guess I'll just start off a little bit about where I grew up, but I'm originally from a city just north of Boston called Lowell, Massachusetts. And if you know where that is, don't go. Um, it's not that great of a city, but essentially I grew up uh, lower middle class. Uh, my dad was a janitor and my mom was a stay-at-home mom for the most part, with the occasional exception of a job she would take here and there to help pay a bill or two. But I learned a lot from my parents. Uh, My dad was the type of person who really motivated us to be our best, uh, really kind of, you know, uh, pushed us to kind of be our best. And then my mom was a person who just taught us a lot to appreciate things that come in life, to show a lot of gratitude, and uh, not to take yourself too seriously. And my dad, even though, you know, he he was a blue-collar dad, he had a lot of, I guess for lack of a better word, side hustles growing up. And one of them was selling Christmas trees. My dad sold Christmas trees from our front yard ever since I was a little kid. And even when I was five years old, six years old, I would kind of observe him. And then, you know, I got a little bit old, eight, nine, ten years old. He kind of had me out there uh, selling Christmas trees. And I learned a couple different things there. One is the the power of negotiation, but also just, uh, you know, how to kind of have that connection with the customer and kind of have that um, that experience and, and, and kind of deliver something. And then as a little kid, I was always very motivated by money. I wanted to make a lot of money because I always wanted nice things and I did everything from uh, going out there believe it or not collecting cans with a uh, trash bag to kind of get some extra money because uh, you know my mom was always the one that told me if you want something then just go out there and figure out how to get it done you know go go make some money and then you know one of my first jobs I had was a paper boy and that's when I was in fifth grade I became a paper boy and you know, some of the things I learned there was, you know, my mom waking me up, even though I had till 8.30 to deliver the papers on Saturdays and Sundays, she'd wake me up every day at 5.30. And her philosophy was that, you know, no one should wake up without a paper outside their front door. And so I just learned the, the power of really working hard and getting paid for that. And then little tips my mom would teach me, which was, you know, writing um, Christmas cards or holiday cards at holiday time. And, you know, therefore your tips will be bigger and just doing little things like that. And uh, I learned a lot that that way. And, and then other things I had, uh, my dad would always get me little jobs in the summertime when I was 14. I got a job cleaning the windows at the police station and vacuuming with the big city sidewalk, the big vacuum cleaner. I kind of looked like a pig pen from Charlie Brown with the dust flying everywhere. And that was a cool summer job. And then when I turned 15, my next summer job was uh, I had the, the luxurious job of going around the cemetery every day with a stick with the end of it a nail and picking up trash and did that for that summer. And Learned uh, the value of hard work, and uh, but also getting paid for it, and that was pretty cool. And then when I was 16, I got a job at McDonald's. That was my first, I guess, if you want to call it a real job. And I did that for two years, and 
I uh, worked my butt off, and I'll never forget the, the summer. I forget exactly what month it was, but I'll never forget my first paycheck where I cleared over 250 bucks. I was so excited, so happy. And, um, and uh, that just that just really taught me that if you work hard, you get paid a lot of money. I started off making $4.35 an hour. Um, and then when I was 18, I thought I needed to venture off. I was going to college. I thought I needed to make some more money, so I got a job working at Red Lobster as a line cook. And that's when I learned what real hard work was, because that was probably the hardest job I ever had. And then I noticed um, we'd be in there till like 1 o'clock in the morning cleaning the kitchen, but I would notice right around 11, 30, 12 o'clock, all the waitresses would come by with wads of cash, all headed to the bar to kind of end their night. And here I was till 1 o'clock making my 8 bucks an hour in the, in the kitchen. And so I was like, I want to do that. And uh, so I approached my boss, and he said no. So I quit, and I just got a job at another restaurant waiting tables. And I did that for a little bit. Then I thought, uh, you know, the money would be in fine dining. So I went to a restaurant working in fine dining, and I couldn't stand it. And so that's when I also learned I needed to be in an environment that I'm comfortable with in order to succeed, which is a good life lesson to learn in business. And then I went to work for a little local uh, family owned Italian restaurant. I did that for a couple of years. I loved my boss. He taught me systems. I mean, that boss who owned the restaurant, he had systems on everything about the restaurant. He had statistics about everything in the restaurant. And I just, I mean, I was amazed at how on top of his business he was. And uh, so I did that for a couple of years, made a lot of money, really good customer service skills, working with the customers. And then my senior year in college, I decided to go work uh, selling furniture for uh, Sears. And that was actually my first full commission-only job. And uh, I had a lot of fun there, but I also learned that I'll never work retail ever again in my life. Uh, I hated the fact that I had no control over the people coming into you. I mean, essentially, you're waiting for your customers to come to you, and that part really, really aggravated me. So did that my senior year, and then when I graduated college with a degree in marketing and management, I knew I wanted to get in sales, and I discovered that through college. I originally went to college to be a teacher because I love coaching, I love teaching, and I get a lot of personal fulfillment out of that, but I also knew that whatever career I was going to get into, it really had to fulfill what ultimately I wanted to do. And uh, I think when you're looking at where you want to go in life and your career, you always got to start with the end in mind. And I wanted to be in a career that filled a couple boxes. And I think it's important to know what is exactly it is that you're trying to get out of anything in particular, but in this situation, a career. And for me, that was I wanted to be in a career where I could make a lot of money. At the end of the day, I wanted to feel like I was doing a lot of social good and also uh, something that would feed my strengths. And sales is one of those things. So I looked at a lot of different industries and I kind of ended up going into the financial services industry. And, you know, it was it was a really, really cool experience. And all of a sudden now I'm in this this experience with this career where it's mostly around networking. And my network was a bunch of 22 year old broke broke people. And so I had to learn a lot of things the hard way. And uh, and I don't care what business you're in. There's a couple fundamental skills that you're going to have to learn. And for me, it was all around marketing. Uh, I had to learn how to market myself. I had to learn certain sales skills. Uh, I had to learn prospecting, I had to learn branding, and a lot of this was done through trial and error. So I started off in the business at 22, didn't have much going for me, um, but over time I sought a couple of the right mentors. And I think mentorship is extremely important and no matter what you're getting into. And if you just ask people for mentorship, 
you'll find mentorship. But some of the other things I really had to struggle with is uh, low self-image and uh, kind of self-belief. So a lot of your background and where you grow up sometimes can put people in a box on where they think they deserve to go in life. And so some of the different ways I kind of helped shape that was just change the people I associate with. And you can change that very quickly by asking for mentorship, uh, being vulnerable to people asking them for help, but also in a lot of what you absorb in. The books you read, the YouTube clips you watch, the audio books that you take in. And you know, the more and more I kind of learned this stuff, the more and more it just kind of motivated me and changed what is possible. But whenever you're looking to achieve something, the first thing that you have to do is really kind of sit down and draw down what is it that I want to achieve out of my career in this case. And the second thing is you got to bring emotion to it. And so one of my mentors taught me, number one, write down all the things you want. The second step would be you got to write down the list that when you achieve that, what are all the positive things that that'll do for your life? And then what are all the negative things that'll do for your life if you don't achieve it? And you really, really got to feed that emotion because the emotion will create the why and, or, or your purpose. And that then will create the willpower to kind of get through some of those downtimes. And so whatever you're kind of going through, that's one of the main way, major ways that I was able to kind of help shift my, my self-image. Sales is another skill I had to develop, like I said, and that was done through two different ways. Uh, I seeked out a lot of joint work and mentorship with people that were better than me and just giving up part of my, my revenue, part of my commissions. But to me, that's the best way to help accelerate the learning curve. But also, there are a million books out there of people who have already done what I needed to do that have already kind of set the way on what to do. And so I absorbed everything. I was doing about a book a week and just kind of literally I've, I've taken in probably over the course of my career three to 500 books on all different areas, but particularly about sales because it's amazing how much you can learn. And then marketing. And marketing is, okay, I have these people, but very rare in any business that you're in is it the right time for you to be able to do business with that person? But if you have a value-added proposition, more than likely that person's gonna need your help down the road. And so over the years, marketing has changed tremendously. I've been in the business now for close to 20 years, and techniques that even worked five to 10 years ago aren't working now, and things that are available now weren't available then. And that's one of the things where I just, it's, it's a passion of mine, I've always kind of been you know uh, drawn to it, but the marketing I think is the easy part after the prospecting part. So prospecting is another thing I had to learn. Uh, I'm by nature an introverted person. I don't like meeting new people. But one of those things when you don't like something is you just got to ask yourself, well, which one do you want to deal with, the unpleasant task or the unpleasant result? And so prospecting was just get out there meeting new people. And I tried everything. And I mean, I tried everything. Some of the stuff was kind of crazy looking back on it. Like, why did I think that would work? Um, some of the stuff did work. But, you know, anytime you just get out there and take action, it's more empowering. And so no matter what's going on in your life, whether it be business or anything, just taking action will empower you. And then that'll kind of create the momentum to kind of keep going. And then once you see progress, you just it just motivates you because progress is the biggest motivator in human behavior. Um, but the other thing is I had to think like a business owner, kind of going back to that one restaurant owner that kind of knew his business in and out. In my business, I needed to know my ratios. And so that's one of the things that I had a mentor help me out very early in my career, which is to know your numbers in your business. And when you know your numbers, now you're able to work on your business more than in your business. And what I mean by that is when you're able to work on your business, you know that these things have to happen in order for me to go there. 
And then one of the other last things really was, you know, scheduling, how to control my schedule. When you jump into a position that you have a lot of autonomy, having that autonomy is something we all desire, but it can also be one of those things that can kind of really kill you if you're not mature enough to kind of handle that. And so these are some of the things I've learned over the years and throughout this podcast, uh, I'll be bringing in guest speakers as well as myself, and we'll be going over a lot of these issues to hopefully shorten the learning curve for a lot of other people. And I was an advisor and uh, in the financial services industry for four years before I went into a leadership role. And that was a really, really tough decision for me because I loved the position I was in, but I also kind of always had that desire to impact more people, coach, teach, lead. That's always my passion. And when I kind of was talking to my mom about this position that I had an opportunity to jump into a leadership role and I was really contemplating which way to go, I'll never forget the advice she said to me, but she's like, well, which one do you have more passion about? And I said, well, I, I really think I love the leadership role. And her response was really simple, which is, well, wherever your passion is, money and success will follow if you give it your all. And so I went into it full faith, uh, was able to develop a very successful sales team in a very short period of time, um, you know, was able to kind of get promoted within my organization into even more team leadership roles. And as you progress in different areas in your career, I think one of the things that is very important to understand is that the things that get you to a certain point are not necessarily the same skill sets that will get you to the next point. They're always a good foundation, but you always got to be able to say, you know, what am I missing? Where do I need to kind of look to uh, build my skill sets to kind of get to that next level? So in conclusion, what I hope everybody gets out of these series of podcasts is, you know, the ability to learn how to market more, learn how to have better leadership skills, better goal setting, and, uh, and, 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 and really be able to learn from the experiences of myself and from others. And the title of this podcast is Have More, Become More. And no matter what stage of your life that you're in, that's always relevant. When I first started in the business right out of college, even though the opportunity was there to make a high seven-figure income, the value that I was bringing to the marketplace didn't warrant that. And that's one of the reasons why my first year in business I struggled, even though I was working my butt off and I was having success, I I really struggled and I think I made a little over $20,000 that year. And it's because when you're in business for yourself or in a position where you're gonna be paid for your performance and not for your time, you're gonna get paid for the value that you bring to the table, not for the income that you need. You're gonna get paid for the income that you deserve. And at any stage that you're in, the amount of income that you can have and the amount of influence you can have is never, ever going to change. And so over my first 19 years of my career, I've literally gone from making 20000 to now in a seven-figure position. But even with that being said, I know I can have so much more. There's no cap to your potential. And I know that if I had those mentors and I had those leadership background of the people that thought of something of me and gave me their time, I'm hoping that you guys will find a little bit out of these series of podcasts where it can help elevate your career like it has for me. Thanks for listening. Remember to hit subscribe to stay up to date with our most recent episodes. For daily inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Wisdom.